everybody. What's up? It's Tipping the Scales. I'm your girl, Shayla Shay Dawson, feeling good over here. Yes, I love that you're feeling good in the hood. Uh, it's Tipping Wait, where? I was about to say, say, where are you at? <laughs> hey, T. Hi, girl. Oh, I'm feeling good too. I'm feeling like uh, a big weight has been lifted off of my shoulders, right? It, feel, it looks like it. It looks like yeah, it. I know y'all like not. If you're watching or if you're listening, but if you're listening, it looks yeah. like it. She looks great. I feel like a big weight has been lifted. So first of all, tippers, like let's just do a quick little test here, like a little quiz, a little pop quiz. <laughs> so uh, question number one, you're following Tip in the Scales. We ever get your podcast. Check. Question number two, you are listening to our episode. So you've on this journey with Shay and I, you kind of yep. know that there's a library content with over a hundred episodes. I don't know, Shay, where are we at right now? I don't know. We're like 160, 160 really? something. Yeah. Almost. Wow. We're, we're creeping towards 200 for sure. Oh, okay. So you definitely have been listening to us and you're part of this journey. So if you are, you know that I had to face my BHAG goal, which is, I said, my big, hairy, big, hairy. aggressive, <laughs> aggressive goal, <laughs> that I was legit fearful, honestly, of getting this surgery. So if you're not aware, I had to get a partial nephrectomy. They found a small mass on my right kidney and they had to get it out. The good news is several things. One, yeah, several. Several. One, I was able to accomplish my fear. Like I was able to face my fears yep. and accomplish my BHAG goal. Which was to, you know, I was more so fear of the, very afraid of anesthesia. Never had it, was super afraid. I was supposed to do the surgery in July, didn't do it. Of course, doctors are like, you need to get this out, you need to get this out. It's going to cause you a lot of issues. Get it out, get it out. And I got it out on Monday. So it's been a week. Yay. Um, yay. Congrats, T. Thank you. It's been a week. And I went for a two-mile walk this morning. I said, nope, I'm going to move around. Um, and then I can't do like my heavy lifting until like six weeks. So I'm like bummed about that. But you sit your ass down. Okay. Walk. <laughs> you know, I gotta be aggressive with T because she's so competitive. <laughs> it's like life has to tell her to sit her ass down. Like, so that's just chill. That's just me reminding her. Like to, you know, chill today. Take it easy. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down, exactly. bro. I'll get text messages like sit your ass down. <laughs> um okay, so that's the good news. Like accomplished my goal, got it out. Yeah. Then I got the best news yesterday from my doctor. That mm. okay, um, we're hearing this together. Yeah, this is this is together. So I was so excited. Um, ninety-seven percent of these type of masses that they see, like I had, are malignant. They look like it. It smells like a rat. Looks like a rat. It's a rat. That's the same thing they said when they looked at my mass originally, and then I got an MRI and I looked at it a little. It, it, it appeared to what they believe to be malignant, which is. Yep. The big scary word that no one wants to hear is cancer. Yeah. However, for a very small percentage of individuals, yeah. even though it looks like it's a malignant mass and it has all the characteristics of a malignant mass, when they put it under a microscope with a pathologist, 3% of the people could not, it's not malignant. Well, God is good and I'm so thankful. How about your girl was part of that 3%? Hello? Okay. okay. No cancer for me. So um, wow. it was not a malignant tumor. It was a mass, but under the microscope with the pathologist, uh, they were able to affirm that it's not malignant. So Jeez. amen. 
Amen. That's which means that the it's scales. out. It's out. I don't have to worry about it again. It's done. It's over with. Go that, on. That is tipping the scales at its core, right? Tipping the scales on that ass. Okay. <laughs> because F cancer. That's and right. And I'm so happy that you are healthy. But I think that's due to you controlling the controllables, living a healthy lifestyle consistently. Amen. Yeah. The doctor just said you know, it has a lot to do with it. You're vibrating right. high. You're doing what you can do and you're con- controlling what you can control. So- Give it up for T. That's awesome. Amen. Yay, yay. Yeah. So, um, but, we're getting our okay. scales back in balance a little bit. Oh, right. a, little, a little in harmony. Tip them back, boo. Little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But, okay. So yesterday I go to church. Yes. Stop, sh- stop the haters. Yes, I do go to church. Okay. Mind your business. You got a problem. Hit me up on my DM. So uh, yesterday I'm in church and the pastors talk about how like we all have fragments mm-hmm. and that made me think about the process which of fragmentation right mm-hmm. so if you looked up the definition of fragmentation it will say that it's a process or state of breaking or being broken into small or separate parts so being broken into these little okay. pieces which we call fragments okay. right and all of us as human beings mm. on this earth, we have fragments. Rather, mm. you know, and it made me think about like, as I'm in church and we're talking about it, an analogy of think about, you know, a car and you're driving and you like chasing, you cruising, you feeling good. It's a beautiful, hot day. You know, you got the AC on there. Let's say you're in a convertible, the windows down, your hair is blowing, you're feeling good, shades on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you hit a pothole and then you hit that pothole and then you bust a tire yeah. and now you're riding on a rim. And it's like, I don't know if you ever had. I have. <laughs> it's like, it's I not, it's, it's not, not pretty. It's, it's scary. It's it, scary. All you hear is, yeah. it's like, it's <laughs> exactly. flying. It's, you, yeah, it's not And pretty. it doesn't <laughs> sound good. And the rubber is like burning against the ground. It's like smoky. You can't go that fast with it. It's like sparks flying, metal and metal. It's just not fun. But think about that analogy um, about life in general that for me, like let's use my personal example that I hope that you all, you know, Shay and I believe in us being transparent and authentic with you. Like that's the commitment that we have on our pod to you as our listeners, as our tippers, that we're going to give you all of us, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, we're going to give it all because we know that in life we be lifing. And when you're lifing, stuff happens, good, bad, or indifferent. But who we're not going to be is people who only come to you with the good stuff. Like when Shay got engaged and, you know, uh, my little nephew, my 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 little brother, uh, got on his one knee and he mm. gave her the ring. It's mm. on it's on her Instagram. Check it out. It's so cute. <laughs> but we're not going to just come to you about the good things. Mm-hmm. We're also going to come to you and talk about the things that don't look pretty, mm. right? So if you take a look, yeah. if you take think about that analogy about the car and and you know the tires busted now you're riding on rims. It's the same thing like in life in general that. You come with something like me with this, what I receive with like devastating news, like, oh my God, you have cancer. We got to get the mass out. We got blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, you have to deal with it. But how do you deal 
with those fragments when they come across your way? How are you allowing yourself to, one, receive it? How do you process it? How do you navigate life around those fragments? So that's, I guess, let's start that off with, like, question number one, Shay. Like, how are you dealing with fragments in your life? Like, you lost a sister and was very open about it, and you're going through a healing process, and it's not easy. But those are little bits and pieces that are broken in us. Those are those fragments that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We talk about fragmentation, but how do you deal with those fragments? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I'm fragmented now. Um, mm-hmm. I feel good today, so I'm mm-hmm. celebrating the small Amen. wins, right? Yeah. So when I'm feeling up, I'm going to use that energy for good. I'm going to shout it to the world. I'm going to exude it. I'm going to embody it, and I'm going to be proud and thankful of it. And then the you days, look good. Thank I, you. I saw a picture of you in all white, sitting <laughs> with your hands like in Namaste. Yeah, and you look so good. Thank you. I was at peace there too. And so to that point, I think finding the pockets of peace and knowing mm. that life will be fragmented, that is a consistent part of life. Things That's are right. going to happen. Tragic things are going to happen. Mistakes I'm going to make. Um, people right. are going to hurt me. People are going to disappoint me, mm-hmm. which is why every single day, constantly doing the work to make sure that I show up for myself so that I can show up for others when necessarily, you know, I can't do it for myself. So, you know, mm-hmm. letting people pour into me, that's one mm-hmm. thing I learned in my fragmented state is that I don't have all the answers. I can't do it all. Yes, I'm a strong woman. Yes, I've been through a lot. And yes, I've had a lot of good in my life too. So that's remembering right. those good times, remembering yes. the times that I've been up and mm-hmm. remembering those deposits that I've made in other people. And when it's time for me to, you know, be deposited, you know, or reciprocated back, to and open myself up and receive it. And so collect your deposits. Yeah. That's right? how I've been able to kind of get through some of these broken times that I've been in is to kind of surrender to the moment and say, God, you know, please take it because I can't. That's and right. And next thing you know, are all these divine things keep happening and organic situations happen. Just like my yoga um, certification, my yoga practice. I now have a yoga practice that I that fully, awesome. fully understand. You know, I have a therapist that took me to lose my sister tragically to murder to finally mm. say I need this, you know, even though mm. my fiance is in that realm. And, you know, I, I do count on him, but to actually take own my own action and do it yeah, and get a mentor and a coach. So I have now like four people that are like pouring to me consistently. That's awesome. And I think it's a matter. It's a process. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. That's what I, I love say. that. So let's unpack that a little bit because you said a lot, but I think- what you said is very meaningful. It can be very helpful towards others. That one is, you know, you have to allow yourself to receive those deposits, right? Like you got to open up your bank for deposits because guess what? Like Shay said, she's making deposits all the time in others because that's just the type of person she is. Like she's giving and making those deposits, which means that as she's making those deposits, what do you think is happening? happening to her. There's withdrawals coming out, right? Yeah. It's coming out. And but in order to receive, you gotta be ready to be a recipient. And that's not always easy because oftentimes when we are in that fragmented state, we shut all things off. That it's kind of like a fight or flight where we just want 
to be alone. And that's okay. Cause sometimes you got to get through it and, you know, whatever that fragmented state you're in, like, just like anything else, when you think about those like 12 steps or whatever it is, acceptance is like step one. Like you got to accept that this, whatever it is that has caused you to be fragmented or that has caused you to be in that fragmented state that you have to accept that. Right. And it's not always easy because rather it be a loss of a loved one, a major health scare, a divorce, or a separation from a partner that you loved, or losing a job, whatever it is that has caused you to be in that fragmented state, like once you accept it, allow others to pour into you because it is not easy. And whatever it is, you have to be willing to allow yourself to fight. And Shay said that her first step was like, I surrender. And she's surrendering to God to help her through. But how are you fighting your fight, Tippers? What are you doing? It's funny. Just look, she's my sister. I'm telling you, like, it's like, although we're like X amount of years apart, like who's calling? I ain't going to say it. She ain't <laughs> I ain't going to count. I ain't going to count. Although I'm you like her, her big sister. <laughs> A lot of the things that we, you know, we do, it's just mind blowing to me. Because we do those things like we don't even know and we do the same thing. So when I, the the morning of my surgery, I woke up last Monday, I was shaking. I kept, My hands, my arms, I was shaking and I was counting down the time I kept looking on the clock. Like I knew that my surgery was at 8 a.m. I had to arrive at the hospital at 6.30. Yep. I had to stop eating or drinking at 5 a.m., which was three hours before the surgery. I had all these things like in my head and I kept worrying. I kept obsessing and I kept shaking. And that kind of like the last time around, which I didn't talk about and I'm very much ready to talk about it before because I don't know if you remember when you call, I said, I'm not ready. I can't. I'm even I don't even want to I can't, can't talk I, about it. I love it. that. I love that because that was so honest and mm-hmm. that let me know, but at least I reached yeah. out, you know? But back when... Shay wanted to talk. I said, Shay, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to, you know, it hurts to even talk about it because things that we experience, it just has so much of a huge, like, almost like a stronghold, like a stiff, for those of you who like football, it's like a stiff arm, you know, it's like, and that stiff arm is like against your chest mm-hmm. and it's holding you down. But back in July, when I was supposed to get the surgery, I prepped for it. I was ready. I got on the table. They're carrying me, they're carrying me on the table and kind of like pushing me into the room. Mm-hmm. And I had a full-blown panic attack. And I was like, I had, I, and I was panicking because I couldn't go through the surgery. So you can imagine fast forward months now that this is like part, you know, take two. Mm-hmm. And the, that morning, I just kept saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I'm scared. I'm scared. I got to go. And I was even that morning thinking about not going through with the surgery and just, you know, take a pause and just just take a second and pause there and think about the magnitude of my decision at the time where one, I was told that, hey, this this is cancer. You Mm -hmm. need to get this out. Mm -hmm. And despite what I believed to know at the time, I was still ready to walk away and not go because that fear was so strong that it was leading and guiding me 
to run. And I got on my knees and I prayed and I used Shay's exact words that I said, Lord, I surrender. I don't know, I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. I surrender because I need your help. Right. I need your strength to overcome this because I am impossible of doing this alone by myself. I can't. And I prayed. And that's when it began that things change and I end up going, was able to get it done. Mm-hmm. But you have to know that, look, there's going to be some fragments in your life that seem like it's impossible for you to overcome. It will feel like this is something that is going to consume you and it's going to take over. But I think what I'm here to say and what Shay's here to say is to be true testaments that this is something that you can face. And fragments are a part of life that you can't escape them. You can't run from them. You can't pretend like they're not there. You have to accept that they're there, but be willing to surrender, be willing to fight, and be willing to receive and accept to be poured into to help give you the strength to overcome whatever it is that your fragment is that you're experiencing at this period of time. Mm-hmm. It's very important to also yeah. not put on a front, not to put on a mask. Be honest. Not be honest. to um, smile when you don't feel like smiling. Mm-hmm. Just not to act like you're okay. And that's one thing mm-hmm. that I've been um, adamant about is if people ask me how I am, I, I do fill out the energy. Obviously, I don't want to unload on anyone who can't take any more bad information. I do fill yeah. out those energies. But it or or I give, you know, information that's just like, I'm getting there or I'm better. Um, and being honest about where I am instead of yeah. doing the like passive, like, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm all that. Because when you know you're not. That's not that's not true. It's not, it's not real. And so I do try to pride myself on being authentic. And so um that has helped me a lot too, because it opens the door for people to invite themselves and say, Shay, let me help you out. And even just come over, hang out or send me something or, you know, and I think that's super important. So. Yeah. I, yeah. It's super important. And, you know, another thing too, Shay, is that I'm curious to ask you is how do you not allow those fragments to define you? Mm. How do you do that? Like, how do you look at the situation, but yet not allow it to, you know, put baby in a corner or allow it to keep you, you know, because you can, look, we all have these fragments and we could be in this kind of fragmented state that Shay, that Shay talked about, but at the same time, you could still not let it define you and keep going. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. Well, I would say... Not necessarily defining me because it's changing me. Every mm. situation you go through changes you. Yeah. And so in a way that's defining you, but it's not holding you down or keeping you back or keeping you from progressing. It's kind of like if you know that life is going to always throw you these curveballs um, and these situations that cause you to, you know, break into fragmented pieces that are mm-hmm. different um, parts of you. Just knowing that once you experience that, 
This is an opportunity to use that negative, terrible energy, which is um, if used in a way, it can drive you forward. It could be repurposed um, and refueled um, to to really propel you to a place maybe you've always wanted to go. Because there's a lot of things we all want to do in the back of our mind, things we put off. But in these fragmented moments are the times when you start to think about, okay, how can I get out of this? How can Mm -hmm. I transform? And I think that the important thing to know is that once this happens to you, just know that you're different and try not to go back to being the old you or the Mm -hmm. old T or the old Shay. Mm -hmm. And it's It's okay. It's okay. We're constantly evolving and to lean into where you're at and let it take you to that next level. So not necessarily a negatively defining you, but just remember that this too shall pass mm-hmm. and you needed to do or experience those things in order to get to the next phase of Absolutely. your human development. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I think too is, you know, what I'm hearing you say, what I'm hearing you say, Shay, is that look, yes, you're different. Accept that. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, don't try to go back to where you think you should be yeah. before this fragment happened or before this piece or before a part of you uh, felt broken. Like, that's just part of your journey now. Yeah. You know, like, I went through this, you know, I'll use, I'll continue on using my example that I went through this surgery. I got a scar. I look in the mirror and it's not a huge scar because they did it robotically. I mean, it's crazy what technology is that is. they literally, when you and put it into lesson. perspective, they came in, put a slit under my lower abdomen, went in ro- robotics, came in and the robot did surgery. You know, and glued it back together. I don't even have stitches. It's a glued back together. But yeah. when I look in the mirror, I look at it and you know what? I say, this is part of me. This is like my little war scar. Like this is just part of who I am. And learn to tell your story. Yep. It, it's empowering for other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what? It makes me feel like I'm stronger. Yeah. You know, like it reminds me, it yes. reminded me it's that I can reminder. do hard yes. things. Yes. You know, that I can do hard things. Yes. And it's an accountability. Yes. That's what I also have experienced. Mm-hmm. I have accountability. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, it's tangible mm-hmm. now. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm right. capable. You know, mm-hmm. like before. Think about this fearful person who had a panic attack on the table and ran away and could, that, I, that now I'm strong enough to even talk about it. Because before I was so embarrassed that I didn't want to tell just, I just wanted to tell a select, I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. And now I am strong enough to tell my story because perhaps my story can empower someone else. It may not be a surgery that is what you're dealing with that's holding you down. It could be something else that you just are afraid to deal with. And, right. you know, I feel good that I dealt with it. And, you know, I just feel like I looked in the mirror this morning and I was just being so thankful. I said, thankful. And I and I was looking at my scar. I said, you know what? You did that. You know, like this, this was something that you were so scared to do and you did it. And Tania, this is just a continuation is that you can do hard things that mm-hmm. when things come your way, you can fight them. You can mm-hmm. overcome. You can push past. You can know that this is just part of your journey, but you're stronger for it and you're better for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lean into that evolution. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. get to where you really want to be without doing that. 
Mm. And now you're, you know, back at, you know, square one. And now you can mm. rebuild in a way that you've always wanted to, you know, do all those hikes and just do more. You're going to be mentally you know so much more free. Like, <laughs> this is what's been holding you back. Like, yes. you've been going, you've been kind of like, you know, yeah. showing up, but you haven't been 100%. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're not mm-hmm. going to give your, you're not going to live your best life not giving 100%. That's so right. now you can just like take a load off, literally, <laughs> no pun intended, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. and really, really evolve into you know what you want to do and live that healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And now yeah. this is a part of your story, which this is, is only, part of my story, which is only that, makes it even better. Like it's just right? crazy, and it made me feel like it just reminded me too that. Now you can lock in. It makes me like, it's so funny. You, you just know me. Like, oh, I know. You can please me. <laughs> it just reminded me Man. that, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because you know darn well. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a better, I'm going to be a better version of me this time around. Yeah. You got BHAG goals. So it's like, you can't yeah. conquer BHAG goals <laughs> on 70 70- percent you know what I mean like you need all of you and and mainly your mental so if you over here worrying about some surgery yeah you know you're faking too much you know what I mean you over here just like putting on so Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm glad that you went there because another component that we should probably explore before we end today is what are you doing to deal with the stress during your fragmented state like once you accepted it, you're like, okay, I could do this. I'm ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, you know, plunge. I'm gonna jump right in, and I'm going to face whatever it is that I have to. And you are allowing others to pour into you, mm-hmm. and you are on this journey, and you're riding in a car to get to your destination with the flat tires, with the rims sparking. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna get there. Right. But what do you deal? What do once you during that process? How are you dealing with the stress? What are you doing to manage it, right? And yeah. for me, and I think and Shay, we found yoga to help Ooh. us with all of the fragments that are like weighing yes. in on us, right? It's through a me- through meditation, Medita- through breath work. Ooh. So it's like a mind, <laughs> body, spirit that helps us deal with those fragments in our lives. But I asked you, Tippers, like, what are you doing to counterbalance the stress? Like, what are you doing to help keep the car going when there's smoke coming from (laughs) (laughs) your ribs? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Right. Right? What else are you doing, Shay, besides, I know you're, I know the yoga has been like mine yeah, like just crazy for you. I'll expound on that. I think the two things that I really understood is no matter what you believe in, you know, what religion, whatever, having some kind of spiritual guide to give mm-hmm. you a deeper meaning in life. And life in, his, right? in itself. Yeah. yeah. So to understand yeah. what we're here for mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. what happens, whether you believe in the afterlife or whatever happens when you go wherever you go. Mm. understanding those two nuances, it mm-hmm. really helps to keep the mind at bay from spinning out of control. Knowing that my sister is where she needs to be. Yeah. Knowing that her family 
is not going to let her legacy, you know, fade away and that we're going to pour into her son and that we're going to make sure that she's remembered and speak her and do all those things, which I couldn't, you know, come to grips with during, but I understand now, which helps me to kind of, you know, I guess be proud and be excited about it. And then myself, what are my releases? Finding a release that feels good for you is so necessary. Mm. So a spiritual connection, however that is, or whatever that it means to you, and then a way to get back to yourself, which is a release. It used to be basketball. I realized that I didn't have basketball anymore because I wasn't Mm. an active athlete. So yoga and understanding why I was doing yoga helped me to get back to myself, movement, sweating. that mind, body, breath. Not for fitness, but moving the things that I store in my body through stress. And here. All that. And removing it outwards yeah. the, through the breath work, through the movement, change yeah. my life. Yeah, change your life. And I think that's what we have to learn to do, right? It's like, you know, it's funny because um, one of the Peloton instructors, I think it's Alex Chassant, who is hilarious. And you talked about and him before. <laughs> I like Alex. And I take his like cycling classes. And, you know, right before he starts his cycling class, he says... Like inhale mm-hmm. all the, you know. And then. And exhale the BS. Yeah, that's right? what he said. Inhale joy. Yep. Exhale like frustration or whatever it is. And it's like, Worries. yes. Yes. You know, things that are holding you back. Yeah. Stressors. It's like inhale joy, inhale life, inhale peace, inhale kindness, inhale yeah. love. And then exhale all yeah. the things that are worrying you, the stress and everything else that come with it. So look tippers, like let's do, let's keep, let's keep, let's keep life in together, but let's understand that. Yes, it's okay to be broken. It's okay to have fragments. That's part of life. As long as you are not allowing those fragments to define who you are, you're understanding that this is a new you and and be okay with it and keep it moving. And I also just want to recognize, talking about fragments and all that, is I just want to send my love and prayers out to the people of Israel and the people of Palestine. Yeah. There are a lot of things that are going on that we don't understand, but we do understand human life. We're not capable of understanding, but we do understand human life. And any loss of human life is, you know, a very, very tragic and impactful situation. So just wanted to send prayers out to everyone. Send prayer, send in love, yep. and those who may be impacted. Because sometimes you don't have to be there to be impacted in a certain way. You can have loved ones. You can, yes. um, you can just be someone who is a supporter, someone yep. that is an advocate. Yep. So whoever you are, we're we're sending love and yep. and peace and, and hope friends, your way. I love you guys, yep. and I'm just wishing for the best outcome. So. Okay. Sending us, sending you love and uh, make sure you keep on going. You know, we hope that we can be an inspiration for you. We hope that we can keep growing and learning um, as we, as we life, as as we're lifing. That's the best way to say it. (laughs) All right. Thanks guys. Uh, Please continue to follow Tip in the Scales wherever you get your podcast. We will see you again soon. Bye.